The next four games on the 2021 Bearcats football season saw two blowouts with one head coach saying the Bearcats could win a national championship. But then the next two games, eh, kind of a back-to-earth feeling, and doubts started creeping in. Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Subscribe and follow us to get an alert every time we drop a new episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, as you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Today's episode is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible. For you to go to your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need, so why do you want to endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? Well, you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket that allows you to save time and money because Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on. And their How Did You Hear About Us box, they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Alex Frank here with you, your host each and every day here on Lockdown Bearcat. So I I uh, just completely missed the, I, I had the wrong live reads on yesterday's show. It was supposed to be Rock Auto after segment one and Built Bar after segment two so i had to make up for it so i that's why i just mentioned rock auto there so that's where we're at i I accidentally said monday's live reads because i was recording thursday's show as if i was doing monday's show and well yeah so lack of attention to detail on my part something i don't like to do something i don't normally do so uh that's why i had to get that rock auto live read in anyway back to the topic at hand and that is uh, since I am currently at my relative's lake house in St. Joseph, Michigan, at the time you are listening to this, the Bearcats 2021 season, looking back on it, what we thought before the game, during the game, and after the game. Last or Yesterday, we did games one through four, including the Indiana and Notre Dame games. Today, we're doing games five through eight, Temple, UCF, Navy, and Tulane. We'll start with Temple um, and UCF. In segment one. So Temple, I wasn't concerned about it at all. I thought the Bearcats were going to blow their doors off. And they ended up doing that. Just that. Thought maybe, you know, I did think about the letdown effect from the Notre Dame game. But I'm like, that's not happening to this team. I thought they were going to crush them. Terrible second quarter, though. Terrible second quarter. Now, my experience for this game. By the way, if you want to know my experience for Murray State. I didn't mention it in the last one. I was... Um, Again, running the 700 WLW broadcast um, from the iHeartMedia Media Cincinnati Studios. Indiana and Notre Dame, I was there. Temple, I was at the game, too. And I actually got to sit in the broadcast booth with Dan Hoare, Jim Kelly Jr., and Mo Egger. What a cool experience that was. Even got to wear some headphones from their equipment for the game, which was cool. So, and, and Mo said I was a part of the broadcast crew, so that made me feel good. Anyway, so the terrible second quarter. Bearcats are up 17-3. You're still feeling pretty good, but 17-3 should have been like 
24-27-3. Then all of a sudden, the third quarter started. It's like the Bearcats could do anything. Tyler Scott had a touchdown where he caught about a five-yard pass, juked the defender, and whoosh, gone. Ethan Wright had a touchdown. Bearcats had a blocked punt. Temple could not catch a punt either that game. Ethan Wright had a touchdown run. You know, Wilson Huber had a big sack on third down. I mean, the Bearcats, it felt like, you know, at one point they could do pretty much anything they wanted. Jerome Ford included. I think the first play of this, the first play of the second half was a 75-yard touchdown by Jerome Ford. That really put everything at ease. And, and I mean, you look at the score and you're seeing it. 52 to 3. Ritter was spectacular in that game, by the way. 52 to 3. And you're saying to yourself, this feels like 2009. Bearcats won a lot of games in 2009 by a dominant margin. You felt like, you felt like that was what it was supposed to be. Now, I still think last year's team was better than 2009. I really did. But still, it felt like 2009. That's what it was supposed to feel like. That's how good this team was supposed to be. They were supposed to beat the bottom feeders in the conference, 52 to three. And I think Temple going into that game was like two and three, or maybe two and two. You wouldn't have known that. They played, they played like crap that game. So the Bearcats go to five and zero. Short week, so you were a little maybe concerned about that. I wasn't. I liked that it was on a short week. Gave you less time to think about a letdown from the Notre Dame game. Kind of unique element to it. Puts more of an emphasis on getting ready for the game, which the Bearcats clearly had. Raucous crowd, nip and night. Always a great, always a great atmosphere. Hopefully, we'll see more of those this season. Five and zero. We go to the UCF game week six. There was the possibility, and I still wish College Game Day would have been there for that game. They decided to go to Athens, Georgia. I don't know why. You know. Wasn't happy where, where college game day went. It was a noon kickoff. It was an ABC game. One of my favorite announcers, Bob Wachusen, did the game. Uh, members of Bearcast Media, including myself, talked to him before the game just to get to know him, you know, ask for his advice on us young uh, young lads trying to make it in this field. So he was incredibly generous. Dan Hoare told us a unique story about uh, him renting a car to get to the Bengals game in Detroit the next day. I was also at that game, and I was at the Bearcats UCF game. Uh, I sat in the Bearcast media broadcast booth for that game. Uh, some good family friends of mine were at that game, went down to see them at halftime. Um, had to leave early, unfortunately, that game because I was t- scheduled to run the St. X high school football game at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday, which I really don't know why, and I wasn't supposed to work that day. I also had to run FC Cincinnati smash that night. What a time that was. Anyway, so... With UCF, you always get that little feeling in your stomach. Well, it's UCF. You never know. It's a little nervous. Then I'm watching the game unfold, and holy smokes. Jerome Ford with four touchdowns in the first half. Desmond Ritter with a beautiful touchdown to Alec Pierce. And you're sitting there, and UCF was 3-2. and two. They ended up finishing 8-4, and four, I think, last year. And you're sitting there, and you're watching those games, and you're saying to yourself, you're so good. We are so dominant. And like I went down to see some family friends of mine. And the dad was saying to me, you know, that number one corner so fast. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like number seven. I'm like, it was so cool for me to like tell them, yeah, these players are really good. Like these guys are going to be all Americans. These guys are going to be 
Jim Thorpe Award winners, first round draft picks. And I, I saw my friend Zach Freeze, my um, former co-host at Bearcast Media, when he and I hosted Sports Any Way You Wanted during the week. And I, Zach said to me, he's like, we're dominant. And this is when we're up 35-7. This was before Kobe Bryant's pick six. This was before Evan Prater came into the game. This was before Ethan Wright came into the game. And the next thing you know, you're up 56-21. to 21, And then you have Gus Malzahn. UCF's head coach say after the game, this team can win a national championship. But what? We're trying to get to the college football playoff here. Forget the fact that, wait, we have someone saying we can win a national championship? Well, I mean, that's how good the Bearcats were. They were number three in the country. Number three in the country. The only two teams who were ahead of Cincinnati at that point, were Georgia and Iowa. Georgia and Iowa. And Cincinnati. They were ahead of Alabama. Let's put it to you that way. Let's put it to you that way. So at that point, you're thinking, we can beat, we can beat any other team by 30. I mean, I legitimately thought after that game, we were going to go to the college football playoff if we won out. Then we get to Navy, and you're thinking whenever you face Navy, you know the triple option. You remember how hard the Bearcats, how hard it was for them to stop it in 2017. 2018 was a a completely different story. But this game really raised some questions, but it didn't break my positivity just yet. No game did last year, but I was still pretty confident the Bearcats winning out the rest of the way. I'll explain why next. After a word, let me make sure I get this right from Bet Online. You see, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, which already concluded, excuse me, and Major League Baseball. Excuse me again. BetOnline is your continuing source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores, and BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, so one game that was always really interesting to me at the beginning of the Luke Fickle era was Navy. Because I remember 2017, you, we could not stop Navy's offense for a lick. They rushed for 568 yards against the Bearcats. 568. Yeah, the Bearcats struggled against the run last year. But 568? Huh, yeah, that was embarrassing. Now, I know it was Luke Fickle's first season. I know there were still Tommy Tuberville players playing on his defense. But let me tell you something. That game woke the Bearcats up. That game... Didn't sit well with Luke Fickle. So much so they put an emphasis on that game in the in fall camp in 2018. They put an extra emphasis on that game. They said, okay, we're not doing what we did last year. We're going to go 4-4. Four down linemen, four linebackers. We're going to bring a safety down to, you know, have another guy who can stop this rushing attack. Have another spot. And boy, let me tell you, stark contrast in 2018. 
124 rushing yards only for Navy in that game. Bearcats won 42 nothing. It wasn't even close. So you don't face Navy for three years. Then you get to this game. Noon kickoff, no problem with that. East Coast game, you know, no problem. We had a noon kickoff game the week before. Bearcats kicked off a noon against Indiana. Didn't have a problem with it. So here we so here's the thing with Navy. Their triple option is so unique. It can not only impact the game, but in this case, it can impact perceptions of people. The college football playoff committee, the AP, the Bearcats never had the ball in that game. I think they had 18 minutes fewer time of possession. 18 fewer minutes time of possession than than Navy did. And that was not their fault. Because you can stop Navy's offense, but they can still hold the ball for so long, and then you better score when you have the ball. And thank goodness the Bearcats did. They win the game 27-20. to I didn't think they played that well. I didn't think Ritter played that well. I didn't think the defense played that well. The kicking game was god-awful. Um, I, it, it just felt like that was the back-to-earth game. You know, you had ascended at that point to number two in the country. The only team ahead of you is Georgia, who beat you last year in the Peach Bowl. But I remember thinking that night, and I did a segment. I actually got to be the head producer of that game on 700 WLW. Loved it. And I remember I worked... What was my, where were my hours that night? Was I noon to, I think it was noon to 1030. So I did a segment with Jason Williams on his late night show on Saturdays. And I remember saying to him, the committee should not hold some things against Cincinnati in this game. And I didn't think the AP would, but I didn't know if the committee would, the college football playoff committee. And I remember, and I remember thinking, I'm not concerned. You're going to have one of those games eventually. You won by seven against a team who plays a very unique style of football. And yeah, Navy was one in five coming into that game. But still, I just feel like you can't, I mean, you're human. Teams are human. They're going to have games like that. They're not Alabama. And Alabama had a loss at that point. They had lost to Texas A&M two weeks ago. So I still felt like the Bearcats were fine. And I said, look, it wouldn't shock me if the Bearcats went into Tulane next week and beat them 55 to 20. Well, that also did well, that also didn't happen. As we'll get into next. Navy was fine because I knew the sophisticated style of offense they play. Triple options, hard to stop, it can be time consuming. There's a lot of things that you can't control when you're facing Navy. Time of possession being one, that's one of them. And the defense, look, they still held them to 20 points. It's not like they gave up 42 like they did in 2017. So I still felt like there was a good chance. Now, after the game of Tulane, hmm, yeah. That game made me want to sleep during it. I'll explain my thoughts before, during, and after that game next. But first, a word from Built Bar, followed by two of our sponsors. From the people who have been, who invented happy or healthy and tasty, excuse me, I cannot talk today. <coughs> Maybe that'll help. Comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk built bar. But guess what? Your friends at Built have given coconut brownie chunk the puffs treatment. That's right. The coconut brownie chunk built bar flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow 
covered in 100% real chocolate. Excuse me, I put the time of this live read in. Can't type a colon, apparently. Stop drooling and listen, though. They're good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, all delicious. Coconut brownie chunk puffs are only here for a limited time. So go to built.com now to make sure you don't miss out. They are going fast because they taste amazing. All built bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. The best part about built puffs is, of course, they taste amazing, but you can enjoy them guilt free because they are actually good for you. They are the perfect treat, perfect when you've got a craving. You need to satisfy your sweet tooth, your sweet tooth, or if you just need a healthy snack. They are an excellent source of protein. Delicious, coconut, rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow. Stop fantasizing. Get to Built.com to order your box of coconut brownie chunk built puffs right now. Go to Built.com with promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. So the Bearcats let down game against Navy last year, but I did not think that was going to happen against Tulane. I did not think the Bearcats were going to be in a dogfight with Tulane. It was 14-12 to 12 in the third quarter, and you're just trying to pull away. I did not think that. First off, I didn't like the time of the game. Noon on a Saturday in New Orleans, half-empty stadium. Woof. First off, that field, watching that field on TV, can't watch it. It's awful. So the Bearcats are number two in the country. It's probably the biggest game Tulane has ever seen, right? The game was on, I think, ESPN2. Yeah, ESPN2. And I'm like, okay. He didn't play well against Navy. But that was going to be your one pass, so to speak. They were going to go out against Tulane. They were going to kill it. First drive, 98 yards, touchdown. You're up 7-0. You're feeling pretty good. Then all of a sudden, Tulane's up 9-7, 12-7. What is going on here? This game, I was not working during the game. I was at brunch with my family. Then I went to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch the game. Then I went back home to watch the game. And I could not watch it. I could not watch that game without feeling like I was going to fall asleep during it. It was that painful. It was incredibly painful to watch. It was a dull crowd, half-empty stadium. The Bearcats didn't, I think they got outgained in that game offensively. Two lanes offense, which wasn't good last year. And I remember Mo Egger said after the game, yeah, you won by 19 on the road, that's good. I'm like, but this came the week before the, the the initial college football playoff rankings. I said to myself, if Cincinnati's not six, they have no chance. And I didn't know. They were still number two in the AP poll. I didn't think they were going to stay there. Because here Cincinnati was, you went on the road for two games. And you barely beat a 1-5 and five team. And then you barely beat a 1-6 and six team the next week. And we, expect, and we expect you to, you know, and we thought that you were a college football playoff team. Or you expect us to think you're a college football playoff team? I don't know. It did not feel like the Bearcats played well in either of those games. And here's the thing. You weren't always going to play in front of 40,000 fans in a sold-out stadium. You were going to play sometimes in front of just twenty to 25,000 or 15,000 in Tulane, however many seats that stadium holds, Yulman Stadium. And you were still going to have to find a way to play your best game. Sometimes it's easier to get down, your level to, to, down to your level of competition and ease than, you know, just to – 
you know, stop on their throats and say, Dagon, we're better than you. But that's what separates great teams from the good teams. And now, as far as the college football playoff was concerned, yeah, I was, I didn't, I didn't think the Bearcats were going to get in. I didn't think they would. Because we didn't deserve it at the time. You beat Navy by seven, and you barely beat Tulane. I did not think we deserved to be in the college football playoff. And I and the committee's ranking the next Tuesday reflected that. On Monday's show, games 9 through 12, an incredible experience at college game day. Another close call that was the closest call of the season. But then, a statement win over a quality opponent that put the Bearcats in the top four to stay. We wrap up the regular season of the 2021 Bearcats college football playoff season on Monday's show. Thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie underscore 90 with two N's and an ATI. You can follow me on Instagram, AlexFrank9 underscore, or email me at Alex3Frank at gmail.com. Thanks as always for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen, Lockdown Big 12. Everyday host Josh Neighbors and the local experts of Lockdown take you across the Big 12 in 30 minutes. Lockdown Big 12 this is your second listen, Lockdown Big 12. Back on Monday, whole new week, starting with games 9 through 12 of the Cincinnati Bearcats 2021 college football playoff season, including a dominant win over a quality opponent to put the Bearcats in the top four to stay. For the Lockdown Bearcats podcast, I'm Alex Frank. Have a great rest of your day, and I will be back to talk to you all on Monday.